Uh, this is the last chapter that I've written. It's chapter eight. So as of tomorrow, I have to start writing a character a day, a chapter a day. Uh, and it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited that for the last eight days, I've been able to record one of these. So here we go. Chapter eight, The Living Funeral Society, Eva. Storm was asleep on her bed. The gentle rising and falling of his kitten body was calming Eva. The rain was thrashing against the window as if to remind Eva that some things continue as normal. Fall storms cared not about global pandemics or sleeping kittens or sincerity-ridden directionless humans. Eva looked at her kitchen table full of mask-making supplies and felt exhausted again. Maybe it'd be okay if she took one day off. She succumbed to the cuteness of her new companion and went to lay next to him, her back against his, his tiny body reminding her how small life can be. She remembered the time when she'd been expecting a life to come from inside her. The memory of her former pregnancy welled up unexpectedly, and she knew she had to honor it before tucking it back away in the corner of her mind in a drawer she had labeled Stanley. When Eva was 20, she had dated this young guy, Carl, who wore two different socks every day on purpose. She had met him on Halloween, and both of their friend groups had indelicately pushed them towards each other, gentle weirdos that they were. In the beginning, Carl had been so attentive and excited about coordinating surprising dates. His attention on her was wanted at first, but then it began to feel cloying. She was never allowed to plan the dates, and he seemed awkward about the idea of physical affection. He was oddly possessive and jealous about her other friendships and relationships. He spent a lot of time actively trying to make her jealous by showing her the dating websites he would visit, and once he left out his journal and told her to read it, and it contained vividly written scenes about the how girls in his massage class would throw themselves at him. Thinking about it now, a decade or more, Later, she could see the toxicity of their relationship. At the time, she had tried so desperately to reassure him. That's all I have. There's so much more to that chapter. Uh, so I'm not sure what to do if I should like continue the, writing the chapter and, and get to the point where she actually um, talks about her pregnancy and her subsequent abortion, or if I should move on and then get back to it. Well, anyway, so here we are at the point where tomorrow I have to write a new chapter, and it's exciting. So thank you for getting this far, and uh, yeah, tomorrow is either chapter 8 again, retried, with more content, or chapter 9, which would be Harold. So I hope you're having a beautiful day. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for being a part of this.